are here tonight. We're so honored and blessed that you are here to worship with God with us tonight. And welcome to our podcast listeners and our online viewers. We're so glad y'all are here tonight. Let's all stand and go to the Lord in prayer. We worship you and we pray that you will accept our worship, Lord. We invite your presence in here with us tonight, Lord, as we lift you up. We ask that you will bless this service, open our uh, hearts, our ears, our minds, and let us do your will and make you proud, Lord, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. Hope y'all had a good day today. It was a pretty day. The sun shined most of all day, I think. Glory, hallelujah, or glory, glory, one of the glories. It's glory anyway. (laughs) Glory and Glory, glory, hallelujah. Oh, since I laid my burdens down. Oh, glory, glory, hallelujah. Since I laid my burdens down. Oh, glory, glory, hallelujah. Since I laid. My burdens down, oh glory, glory, hallelujah. Since I laid my burdens down, I feel like shouting, I feel like shouting. Since I laid my burdens down, I feel like shouting, I feel like shouting. Since I lay my burdens down, I feel like singing. I feel like singing. Oh, since I lay my burdens down, I feel like singing. I feel like singing. Since I lay my burdens down, I feel like clapping. I feel like clapping. Oh, since I lay my burdens down, I feel like clapping. I feel like clapping. Since I laid my burdens down, oh, glory, glory, hallelujah. Oh, since I lay my burdens down. He said, cast all your cares on him because he cares for uh, for you. Thank God he, with the favor of the Lord is upon us. He loves us. He thinks you are awesome and special and terrific. You are the apple of his eye. Yes, and I thank God for that. He still has the whole world in his hands. He is to the beginning and the end.
expect me to hear. Let me get the bait going first. Hang on. You're taking off without me here. <laughs> like we're all just going to fly away, y'all. Jesus is coming soon. <laughs> um, he still has the whole world in his hands. He is still the knows that little sparrow flies and when it lands he knows all about the little sparrows and he loves them just think how much he loves us even more so thank god for his love and you know uh, brother sam was talking about god is our all in all he was preached that a little bit ago and he is our all in all he is our everything he's when we're weak he's our strength when we're up he's and when we're down he's he lifts us up he is just he's our everything strength when I am weak. You are the treasure that I seek. You are my all in all. Seeking you as the precious jewel. Lord, to give up, I'd be a fool. You are my all in all.
Taking my sin, my cross, my shame. Rising again, I'll bless your name. You are my all in all. When I fall down, you lift me up. When I am dry, you fill my cup. You are my all in all. Jesus, Lamb of God, worthy is your When the music fades and all is stripped away and I simply come longing just to bring something that's of worth that will bless your heart I'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself is not what you have required you search much deeper within to the way things appear you're looking into
king of endless words no one could express how much you deserve and though i'm weak and poor all i have is yours every single breath i'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself is not what you have required you've searched much deeper within to the way things appear you're looking into to you find my way bring me back to you
closer than a father, mother, sister, brother. He said he will never leave us or forsake us. He will always be Thank him for his promises. Amen. Praise the Lord, church. Amen. Has God been good to you this week? Amen. He's always there, present help in time of trouble. Try to sing this with me if you can. Some of you should know it already. Words are catchy, so you know what it is. Since I've got my guitar already in hand, I, I ain't gonna miss a chance to sing. Just lock the doors, brother Ricky.
It's not hurt. I lost my sister. Sister Phoebe, about eight. She passed away about eight twenty, I think. You know, the only thing about getting older, as you're getting older, other people are getting older. So you know, and it, it's it's sad to say in a way, but in a way, it's not sad. But death become part becomes part of our life. Whether you want it to or not, it becomes part of your life. I don't. I, I can't imagine anybody walking this world so old without God with them. Because I mean, uh, things are going to happen whether you you have Him or not. So I want Him with me. This is going to happen anyway. I need Him, and I'm sure y'all feel the same way. This song, I just want to sing this chorus real quick. Thank you, man. With a servant, be a
Praise the Lord, there's going to be a reunion one of these days, guys. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Just thankful for what God is doing. Amen. Just glad to see y'all, all, all of you here out on a Wednesday night. We've got a fairly decent crowd, and just thankful for all of you that's here. And uh, know you're going to be blessed. If you hadn't already been blessed with the worship, you should have been, but if you haven't, then maybe you're waiting for the word. So, Brother Brian, come give us the word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Give Brother Brian and the Lord a good hand. Amen. Amen. I, uh, I always enjoy going back to uh, some of the older songs myself and not a necessarily an older person I guess I don't know what you know it's just all about and it's all in the mind you know it is they always say you know age is what you feel so yeah yeah there's some days I was like man I must be 80 and then there's some days that I feel spry and ready to roll so you know we just take it one day at a time and let the Lord work out the rest <laughs> um, brother Jeff could you bless the word tonight please sir As I had been listening to some of the messages that our ministry team had been giving over a time period, I began to reflect on some of those. I went back and listened to some of the podcasts, and there was a common theme among several messages that I had caught and um, began to uh, kind of sense what was uh, what I was hearing there, and um, I began to uh, realize that the common theme was referring to the senses, our five senses that we have, uh, taste, smell, touch, hearing, and sight. Um, Georgiana, when she had done her message, uh, she was referring to uh, looking or being aware um, or, or the awakening of the senses. Um, Heather, uh, she had done her message, she had mentioned about um, seeing clearly, um, that fear often clouds our seeing when we're, we're looking. Um, Jason was talking about food, fasting, which refers back to taste, and uh, the mighty pizza puff that he didn't get to finish. So, And, um, and then Sister Donna, um, she uh, was had referred back to the scripture of the taste and see, 
that the Lord is good. And um, so I began to do a little dinging, and this is a little prelude to the actual basis of the message, but I, I did a little looking, and it says, um, as I began to, to, to ponder these, um, the five senses are referred to many times in Scripture. Um, uh, the reference to the five senses are relatable to, to any of us, any person. And uh, this, I think God uses this to draw us into his word and to bring about an understanding of his message because it is all, each one of these senses is something that we can relate to. Um, we, we all experience them. We have experiences of them each and every day. Um, so I just had a, a print out a few of the verses. I'm not going to read all of them, and uh, you, don't, you don't have to look these up. I just, I'm going to refer back to just a couple of them. Um, there were, uh, begin with taste, there are 32 verses that have a reference to taste in Scripture. And um, some of those, uh, Exodus 16:31, and the house of Israel called the name of it manna, and it was like coriander seed white, and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. Uh, Numbers 11.8, and the people were went about and gathered it and ground it into mills, and they beat it into mortar, and baked it in pans, and they made cakes of it, and the taste of it was like the taste of fresh oil. Second um, Samuel uh, 19.35, I am this day fourscore years old, and I can discern between good, or can I discern between good and evil? Can your servant taste what I eat or what I drink? Can I hear any more the voice of singing men and singing women? Why then should your servant be yet a burden unto the Lord my King? Some of these were from uh, was Job uh, 34.3. For the ears test words as the mouth taste food. Psalm 34, 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts in him. Psalm 119, 103. How sweet are your words unto my taste. Yea, sweeter than honey in my mouth. Uh, Proverbs 23, 13. My son, eat honey because it is good, and the honeycomb which is sweet to your taste. So there's, and there's a lot of verses there that refer to taste and use it in different categories. Um, the other uh, sense is um, smell, and there are 31 references in Scripture that refer to smell. Um, Genesis 27, 27, and he came near and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his clothing and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Psalm 45, 8. All your garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia out of the ivory palaces by which they have made you glad. Psalm 115.6 They have ears, but they hear not. Noses they have, but they smell not. Uh, and a song of Solomon, uh, 20, excuse me, chapter 2, verse 13. The fig tree puts forth its green figs and the vines with attendant grapes give a good smell. Arise, my love, one fair one, and come my way. And uh, there are many more references in regards to smell. 
the next is touch. Not as many references to touch in Scripture. Um, I've come across about ten. Uh, but nonetheless, um, Genesis 3.3. 3, but of the fruits of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. First Chronicles 16.22, saying, Touch not my anointed, and do my prophets no harm. Job 5.19, He shall deliver you in six troubles, yea, in the seventh there shall no evil ever touch you. Matthew 9.21, For she said with herself, If I may touch his garment, I shall be made whole. Matthew 14, 36, And besought him that they might only touch the hem of his garment, as many as he touched, they were made perfectly whole. Mark 3, 10, For he had healed many, so much that they had pressed upon him to touch him, as many had many diseases. Mark 6, 56, And whenever he entered into the villages or the cities or the country, they laid the sick in the streets, besought him that he might touch if it were but the border of his garment, as many as touched him were made whole. And he, Mark 8.22, And he came to Bethesda, and they brought him a blind man to him, and besought him to touch him. And that takes us on to hearing. Uh, 46 references in Scripture, uh, all keen on the aspects of hearing. Um, Job 33.8, Surely you have spoken in my hearing, and I have heard the voice of your words. Uh, Job 42.5, I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Proverbs 20.12, The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made even both of them. Uh, Isaiah 11.3, And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. And there are many more in regard to hearing. Uh, sight. There is 318 references uh, in regards to sight. Um, I think, and also if you bring in the see uh, as well, um, there are more than 1,200 references in regards to seeing and to sight. Uh, some of those are uh, Matthew 11:5, the blind receive their sight and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Matthew 20:34, so Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight and they followed him. Romans 12, 17 says, Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. And 2 Corinthians 5, 7, For we walk by faith and not by sight. So, and uh, for see or seen, um, 
Matthew 5, 7, excuse me, 5, 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Uh, Matthew 6, 4, that your alms may be in secret and your Father who sees in secret himself shall reward you openly. Uh, Matthew 6, 6, but you, when you pray, enter into your room and when you have shut the door, pray to your Father who is in secret and your Father who sees in secret shall reward you openly. And there's, there's many more of those as well. Um, so I just wanted to touch on that. It just had come to me as how many different of uh, the five senses, I call them the five senses of the gospel um, because they are, they are all throughout Scripture. And, uh, but, but the one I actually want to press on uh, tonight, um, and we could spend a lengthy time on all of them. That's probably a whole other sermon series within itself is uh, I'd like to focus on hearing or listening tonight. Um, and uh, if we recollect, uh, if you'll bring up uh, Genesis chapter 2, and uh, if we realize that in amongst all of the men, prophets, women, and so on in Scripture, um, one thing that our enemy has always been about is distorting what we hear and distorting what we listen to. And, uh, of course, he does this for his purpose and to make us stumble. And no place even more so than the very beginning, which is the book of Genesis, did, did he start. Man, you know, Adam made, Eve was made from Adam, and Satan was like, okay, here's my opportunity. Here's the first man and woman, and I'm going to get busy. And so we read, uh, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, of every tree of the garden thou mayest eat freely or freely eat and uh, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it for in that day if you eat of it therefore you shall surely die and uh, Genesis chapter 3 1 through 5 now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made and he said unto the woman Yea, hath God said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Questioning God's authority. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. What's God talking about? You know, he is so keen on distorting everything that God always presents to mankind. And, uh, you know, it, it happens over and over again in our lives, and we have to be very, very keen on who we're listening to and what we're listening to. So I want to start off tonight with a little story. Brother Ricky. <laughs> There's a little boy, Ricky, gets caught with his hand in the cookie jar before supper. Ricky's mom says, uh, I told you, no cookies before supper. Why did you try to sneak a cookie? Ricky replies, the devil made me do it. To which Ricky's mom replies, well then, don't listen to him next time. Pretty smart advice. <laughs> Ever stop and think of all the voices speaking around you all day? Uh, family, friends, um, your boss. Um, yourself, uh, 
<laughs> I was sitting at the supper table, and Georgiana was like, why are you nodding your head? Because I was going over all this in my mind. <laughs> She's like, you know, I'm answer, I guess I answer myself in my head, and maybe I even nod to myself in my head. But, but anyway, yeah, it might be scary. Um, other voices, uh, you know, social media, TV news, um, and, of course, the devil always likes to try to whisper something in between all of those. Maybe it's time to tune some of those voices out so you hear the clear voice of the Holy Spirit. And for the uh, as for the devil, don't listen to him. So why is it important to take inventory every now and then of the voices coming to our ears from all of the sides that uh, they like to come through on a daily basis? It's because unless we recognize the messenger behind the voice, we risk inadvertently hearing the wrong message and can end up being captive to something truly not healthy for our ears. And that's a lot of people get captivated by music that they listen to, music choices, and of course we all know about TV programming as well. In, uh, in 2 Kings chapter 19, if you'll turn there, um, Hezekiah was up against a general of the king of Assyria, and he was having a hard time of it. Um, this general was pressing him, as Hezekiah, king of Judah, to surrender. Isaiah, the prophet, had sent a message to Hezekiah not to be afraid of the words that the king of Assyria was sending out. And that was in verse 6. It says, Isaiah said unto him, Thus shall ye say to your master, Thus saith the Lord, be not afraid of the words which thou hast heard, that with which the servants of the king of Syria have blasphemed me. And uh, verse 10, if you'll look, please, sir. Thus shall ye speak to Hezekiah, king of Judah, saying, Let not thy God in whom thou trustest. Now this, this message was from the enemy back to Hezekiah after Isaiah had already um, had sent out his message to Hezekiah not to worry about what was being sent out. And this is the general's response. Um, he, s he says, uh, Let not thy God in whom ye trust deceive you, saying, Jerusalem shall, be, shall not be delivered unto the hand of the king of Assyria. Thus shall you speak to Hezekiah, king of Judah, saying, Do not let God whom you trust deceive you. Really? This guy was pretty assertive. <laughs> saying, Jerusalem shall not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. And I kind of paraphrase, Don't let your God whom you trust deceive you by promising that Jerusalem will not be handed over to the king of Assyria. Isaiah had already told him, hey, don't worry about these words. Really? Did this guy, this general, really just say that against the God Jehovah <laughs> over all of Israel? Don't let your God who you trust deceive you? But sometimes, is this not the message we hear so often from our enemy Satan trying to whisper in our ear? especially during a time of trial or a time of turmoil? Maybe something like this. Satan might whisper, don't let your God who you trust deceive you by promising 
that you're going to come through all this okay. Don't let your God who you trust deceive you by promising that he will restore all things if you are faithful to him. Don't let your God who you trust deceive you by promising that your life actually makes a difference. Don't let your God who you trust deceive you by promising that you've actually been forgiven for all the horrible things that you did. You hear that deception and that lie of the enemy? Do you hear the voices of the world maybe fear, shame, pride, arrogance? Those voices will come across maybe the TV or radio if we're not mindful of what we're listening to. Maybe even voices from a negative coworker. Those voices are always trying to exalt themselves above God's word and complete, excuse me, and compete for your attention over and over and over again. So, how do we defeat these voices? How do we defeat these lies of the enemy that try to deceive us? With the word of God, of course. <laughs> the maker of heaven and earth who cannot lie in whom there is no darkness. What do we tell the voice of shame? There's no condemnation for us who are in Christ Jesus. What do we tell fear? God has not given me a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, love, and a sound mind. What do we tell disappointment? I will give thanks in all circumstances. I will choose joy no matter what. What do we tell hopelessness? I will return to the Lord. He will heal me and bind up my wounds. He will renew my strength and restore me to complete health. What do we tell arrogance? Am I not too important to help someone else? I will dress myself in humility and seek to help anyone I can. So, in this I say, I encourage you, keep your five senses in tune to God's heart and to God's word. Know the tactics and the negative voices of the enemy. Stay in prayer and stay in a right relationship with the Holy Spirit. 1 John 5, 4 says, Every child of God overcomes the world, for our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So as I went through this, I realized that our hearing and our listening are some of the most keen sense that we have out of the five senses. And uh, the others, of course, are equally important. But, um, of course, <laughs> when you're married, you know, you always get that, you know, I may have listened, but I may not necessarily <laughs> heard. I don't, you know, always miss a few details, maybe somewhere in the mix. Don't miss the details that God has for you. Uh, don't miss the, the message from God's word, because a lot of times your life depends on it. And the circumstance you may be involved depends on it. So I encourage you to stand firm in the Word of God, read it, follow it, and place it deep inside of your heart, and practice it so you can recollect it when the time comes. And it says, For thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. And uh, it is something that we use as a mighty sword, a double-edged sword, um, 
throughout our entire life and uh, throughout our Christian walk. And uh, that is all I have, Brother Sammy. Lord. Good job, Brother Brian. Amen. You know, a lot of us don't want to hear. Or they don't want they don't want to hear what we hear. Amen. Put it that way. We've done got our mind made up the answer we want to hear or, or whatever it may be, we've done got our mind made up, so if we're told different, we're not we're not keen on that enough to do anything about it. You know, I, uh, Tony Evans I was reading one time, and he had uh, three different distinctions of, of, of your hearing. And the first part is just like if you just hear something and it's you just don't pay no attention to it because it's nothing to do with you or whatever, you know. It's just maybe a sound you hear going down a road or something or another. Then there's a hearing part where you hear somebody talking, but you're not mentally concentrating on what they're saying. So you're hearing it. That's no, you know, if they're telling you something or, or something you need to be remembering or something, you don't ever, you don't ever get it because you're not concentrating on what they're saying to you, and the, the, and you know that's what we get. Uh, Brother Brian, I think done mentioned that kind of, it's what this guys get told we do a lot with our wives and stuff. You know, we're not listening. Amen. We're hearing, but we're not listening. Amen. Then the other hearing part is where you hear it to the point that you know what's been said, and you do something about it. Amen. So we need to get to that point with the Word of God. And whenever a minister or evangelist or whoever you're listening to or whatever, that you're listening and, and you know that whatever they're saying to you is what you need to be listening to. Amen. It's the truth. And not something that, you know, Every, every man's got their own ideas about things and stuff, but their ideas, if it's not if it's not the word of God, that's not going to do anything for you, Amen. And we need to be we need to be concentrating and listening for that distinction when we have somebody in the pulpit or even talking to you or something that's about the Bible and stuff. That uh, you know if it's the truth or not, because you know we we know that the the Bible tells us that the truth. Knowing the truth, not just the truth, but knowing the truth will set you free. Amen. So you've got to know it. You can't depend on somebody else to know it for you. You've got to know it yourself. So how do you learn to know it? And that's within the Word of God, getting into it and having, being able to be sensitive. Is just Brother Brian talking about the senses and stuff, senses of his Word to know what is right and what is wrong, and that's, goes along with the Holy Spirit living within you, being able to use you so you can detect what's right and wrong. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's stand tonight. Anybody need prayer? Uh, remember my family. My, As I said, I lost my sister yesterday evening, which uh, we was, you know, it wasn't a surprise to us. We knew it was fixing to happen, but, you, you know, you're never, you're never ready on me to a certain point. But... Uh, we know she's better off and what the outlook is going to be for her if she even has made it. So, uh, and I was telling Brother Brian and uh, 
I've got a niece that's, I think I, they said yesterday she's 51 years old, and uh, she's never left home. Uh, so uh, she's been right under Mama's care or whatever her whole life, which, I mean, she's able to do stuff for herself, and she does, and I, you know, in the last few years before her, when her dad started getting real sick and stuff, that she's been taking care of all the bills and stuff, getting them paid and stuff, so she's capable, but she had uh, grandma seizures every now and then and had them since she was just a kid, and uh, so she's never been able to do hold a job or get a driver's license or nothing, so she's been under there in the house with her mom and dad all them years. So it's going to be rough on her to have to realize that mom, you know, had lost her dad about 18 months ago. Now mom's gone, so it's going to be rough on them. Now I've got another sister who lives down there that's got some daughters and stuff close by, so she'll be took care of, but uh, just still not like being there with mom all the time. So y'all remember her. And, you know, the rest of us, we, we know, you know, that... Uh, it had to happen, and you know, that's what I was talking about, Brother Rick, a little while ago, you know, that death becomes part of life, and that's not something we like, but it's just the way it is. I mean, you know, the, you know, the older you get, you know, the more uncles and aunts, you, or less uncles and aunts you're going to have and what have you, and uh, mom and dad, and then just, you know, it's your siblings and stuff that start, you know, losing them. So we're just thankful tonight that... Uh, God takes care of all of that. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. And I've got to, y'all be in prayer for me because she's asked me to do the do the funeral, and uh, I hope I can hold. I, I, th I know I, God is good. I mean, he He makes us strong sometimes when we got, you know, when we got to be stronger. So I believe it'll be God will, God will work, and uh, he'll take care of me and whatever needs to be done. But uh, just do remember me in prayer that I can, Say something comfortable that will be peace of mind to, to them and, and the rest of my family and stuff. Anybody else? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, and I, yeah, and I was just telling Patty, I don't know, it may have been Sunday night, I, I enjoy watching him and her back over there worshiping. And I don't know what's happened, but God needs to draw him back. You know, because uh, we know he can do that. We've got other spouses that needs to be coming in with their that's here too. We believe that can happen too. Amen. Remember that family, and I guess you can get with Brother Rodney and find out what size of clothes and stuff they need. If anybody's got stuff to give, I mean, we all got. You got closets at home. You got stuff you can give. I mean, I, I for sure, probably more than enough to give. And uh, yeah, remember Jimbo's wife, and that uh, things will go well with her. Amen. Praise the Lord. Anybody else? Goes out to them. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. Praying for her, sister. You're gonna have to just uh, just turn it over to the Lord, let Him have it, and then begin to think on good things. Amen. Amen. Because uh, that will be. I mean, uh, this is this is behind you, but the devil would like like for you to hang on to that and and, and hold it over you. But don't do that. 
give it to the Lord, put it behind you, and think on the good things of what God has done and draw nigh to Him. Now you're going to be strong to do all this? Draw nigh to Him. So, amen. Sister April can pray with you here in just a minute. And, but we believe God can going to touch. Brother Ryan, that you have... touch. Amen. Anybody else before? Yes. 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 need to realize to give God the praise on these things. Amen. Because I'm yeah. 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 And we, you know, all it takes is keep praying for them and get them in here, get them in here one time so that the Spirit of the Lord can work with them. Amen. And, uh, you know, in the presence of God, we, and, I, and I don't see this out of this church, but my my sisters was talking yesterday. I was down there at the hospital, you know, the other end of my sister about somebody in one of the church they used to was so bad about going back and trying to get people to come up and what have you. Well, there's times when God may lead you to do that, but that people needs to come on their own. You know, and you can go, and, and I'm not saying you can't go back and say something to them, but don't, don't try to drag them. You know, amen. Let God do the work, amen. That's when it when it will take place, amen. So just pray for them and all the rest that's been mentioned here tonight, amen. to know that we are providing for what we need for our family when we're the only one that can do it and stuff. Amen. That, that's part of uh, being a human being is to be able to step up, and I'm thankful that she wants to step up and do that. Amen. So we're just thankful for that tonight. Good job. That's everybody that's, that's staying, and you, some of you already are. You pray, and then we're going to be dismissed. And Sister April, you can, after we pray, you can go back in. Our Heavenly Father, we come before you right now, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for this opportunity, the privilege we had to be in your presence again tonight, Lord Jesus. We just ask you to reach out, Lord, and touch tonight, Lord Jesus. Everyone that was mentioned here for his prayer request and the different things that they need, Lord. Those who's lost their loved ones, Lord, Sister Sherry's sister-in-law, my sister, and different ones have lost loved ones maybe this week, Lord. We ask you to touch them right now, Lord. Be with them and give them the peace of mind, Lord Jesus, that they need to get through this. 
Strengthen them, Lord Jesus, and help them, Lord. Those that need healing, Lord, you heard each and every one, Lord, from Sister Georgiana's mother to different ones at the Crosshood, uh, Jimbo's wife, and the different other ones, and uh, Sister Rita's granddaughter. And we're just thankful for that tonight, Lord, that it wasn't a stroke. And we just ask you to touch them, Lord, that they'll be able to give you the glory and the honor and the praise for this, Lord, knowing that you're the one that did it, Lord. So we just come before you, Lord. We thank you for all you do for us, for the church, Lord, for this church family and each and every individual that's here with their family that maybe not coming here, Lord. We ask you to put a hedge around them, Lord, that you'll be with them and bless them and, and lead and guide and direct their steps daily. And just bless us, Lord, till we come back here at the appointed time, Lord, and be with us and let us be a witness to you and your kingdom. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. <laughs>